Benjamin can have love for the truckie. Beautiful minds, but we love getting ugly. Risk takers with a clover, man, we love getting lucky. You run, we chase fire. I love when it ducks me. Tones go off, house watch, read the address out. 1075, get up off the magic couch. 500 gallons prepared for the baddest drought. Who else you want on the way when disaster's Can't out? Can't even get a little bit rattled when you enter with exit apparel. Mayday member down, they'll drag you. You won't get this from every Tom, Dick, and Harold. But here's a view from the top floor with Mickey Farrell. What is up, guys? This is Mickey Farrell coming to you from the TFT headquarters based here in New York City. So this podcast thing, yeah, so I'll be honest, you know, and I'm so quick to say about falling in love with the process, you know, and that's one of these these slogans that I am always preaching uh, in my classes, I'm, uh, and it's having on stickers, I have it on T-shirts. Falling in love with the process, simply meaning that don't rush it. You start in the fire academy. Fall in love with that moment. Embrace it. Make your mistakes. Move on. Get to the firehouse. Make as many mistakes as you can. If you go to the engine, uh, learn, ask questions, practice. Then maybe go to the truck down the road if that's your endeavor. If that's what you want to do, squad. Rescue, special command, or if you take the route of lieutenant captain and so forth and so on. Simply put, just love every moment, make the mistakes and enjoy it, and be able to laugh at yourself. So that said, I'm trying to take that advice and apply it to this podcasting for me and quote-unquote fall in love with the moment of making this. But I'll be honest, it sucks. It's really hard, and it's very frustrating because those of you that do know me, they know you know I'm not good with this technology stuff. I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really hard to bring you quality, quality content on a daily basis, and I promise you we're going to get there. It's just a matter of time. Um, so I really appreciate you coming back to this episode. Uh, so this episode is something I want to talk about, and it's triggered by a friend of mine that I heard on an interview in a podcast the other night, Clyde Gordon. He's a district chief out of Houston, uh, great, great man, friend, mentor, uh, and I'm privileged to be able to travel around the country and and share the stage with Clyde. You know, every time I sit and listen to him speak, I take something from that. And in his interview, he was talking about how he's more of a storyteller rather than an instructor. Doesn't speak much tactics. He takes he talks about character. And if you know anything about Clyde, he is such a warm, welcoming and just addictive character about him. He's just, he's a guy you want to be around. He's a guy that you want to lead you. Not only on the fire ground, but in life. He's just that guy. And what he said on the podcast that kind of struck a nerve with me was, it's okay to be kind. Kind doesn't make you weak. And there's so much behind that. When you really break it down, you know, the fire service, we are type A personalities. Uh, on and off the fire floor, it's just the way it is. The kitchen's a tough place, right? But having that ability just to be kind speaks volumes. It speaks volumes about your character, but also the way you handle yourself in your career. You know, it's funny. When I was a young fireman, I used to always look and somewhat admire the guys that were witty and quick at the kitchen table. And the more time I've got on the job, I'm more drawn to and I admire the guys that have genuine kindness. Now, when I talk about kindness, I'm not necessarily talking about kindness within the firehouse. Clyde then, in his interview the other night, went on and said, you know, many hide behind insecurities by being a prick, by 
not accepting kindness. And there's a lot to that. And there's a lot you can break down and decompartmentalize in that as well. But that's an episode in its own. But being that prick, hiding behind your insecurities, we all know the guys. They're more or less the cancer in the firehouse, cancer of the fire service, as well as the fire industry. Two very separate things. But we all know those guys. We want to steer clear of those guys. But I want to talk about the power of kindness when we go out that door and we're dealing with the public. Now, I believe that the power of kindness comes by embracing kindness as like a superpower of sorts. It gives us the ability to make positive impacts on the lives of others, inspire them, and spread kindness not only in the lives of the people we serve, but in the community we love and we're a part of. You know, we're so quick, or I should say, the public is so quick to classify us as heroes. And we know internally, we're not heroes. We have a job to do. It is what it is. That said, do I truly believe that in this job, we need more quote-unquote heroes that can take kindness and put that in the front? Put kindness ahead of it all. Dealing with the public communicating with our brothers. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for a good joke, breaking balls at the kitchen table. That's what the job is. That's the core of our job. But there's a fine line between being that prick who's insecure or finding that level of kindness. Listen, we can all play the role within our communities to make it a better place. But it's the kindness and compassion of those who we serve. That's what we have to remember. Now, I think this is something that We've somewhat, I don't know if we've lost it, but like with everything else in society, we're so quick to go to our phone, right? And we're just, we're just, we're antisocial. The kitchen table, the apparatus floor, on the rig, and even on runs, we're somewhat antisocial. We're learning, or we're forgetting rather, how to communicate with people. We're in the people business. That's what we can't forget. And that putting kindness first and having that power of kindness, that superpower, when communicating with our customers, the public, it speaks volumes not for the character of only the job you represent, but that name on the back of your coat, whether it's your department and your family name, who you are, the power of kindness. It goes so, so far. So this is something that we can't really truly drill on, but I think we have to talk about. And in the sense of drilling, we can drill on this by leading from the front, having your officers represent kindness to the public will trickle down to how firefighters need to represent who they are. We make our decisions or we make our assumptions of who we are as men and women on the fire floor and floors above. That's the deciding factor of your reputation. Now, we always know the good dudes, quote unquote. Oh, that guy's a good dude. He's a great fireman. It goes on and on. But Let's talk about the character within that. Those great firemen have a way about them, how they just portray just leadership, how they portray who they are with confidence, but with a kind sense of being. That's the firefighter we need to strive to be. That's the firefighter we need to be. The public doesn't know what goes on on that fire floor and the floors above, the public knows that they are calling us in their absolute worst possible moment of their life, and they're calling us for help. Sometimes they're calling us because 
It's an old lady, and maybe she's just lonely. We get the chronic calls. They're the ones that frustrate you. They're the ones that are really, really hard to harness that kindness and portray it front and center. I'd be lying to you to say if that I go to these runs and don't get incredibly frustrated, where sometimes you forget that kindness and you have an edge to yourself when you're going through these nuisance runs, these, these runs we're going to constantly. Now, again, I feel the public does abuse the system on so many levels. And the problem with that is that that's not our job to decide what's being abused. We know internally how the system is maybe not corrupt, but how it's being abused. We still have to show up and act through that power of kindness. That's what makes our reputation as a company, as a department, as a city or township comes from the act of kindness and how the public perceives you because the public doesn't know what you're doing on the fire floor. They don't know if you're forcing that door properly. They don't know if you're pulling the ceiling or cutting the roof in a timely fashion or fitting in. They don't know if you didn't make the rear. These are all the calculated tasks that we know as firefighters, but the public, all they want is kindness. And that's the power of kindness. Um, again, this, this, Clyde Gordon, I, you know, every time he speaks, I feel like I'm a better man. It's like these guys from Texas, uh, Mo Davis is another one, a dear friend of Clyde's. When, when you sit with these men, you feel like you're almost going to church. There's, there's a way about that. I guess it's probably just that Texas, that Texas love, that Texas vibe of just, you know, these Houston guys, everyone I've met across the board are just incredible men. So being kind to others, it doesn't only change who you are your character, your reputation of your fire department, but it can change the world by starting in the small neighborhoods and towns that you work in by just doing the right thing. Let's circle back and talk a little bit about the prick, right? The guy who's insecure and hides behind that ability to just not be a guy that you're drawn to. The guy that pushes you to the side because he is a prick and he is hiding something. And many times it's hiding insecurities because you are into the job. You're reading, you're drilling, you're listening to podcasts, you're coming into work asking questions. These guys are turned off by that because they're intimidated by you. Don't fall to that trap. Distance yourself from the guys that are not the ones that have that ability to just sit down and speak with you, work with you, teach with you. These are the guys you want to avoid. I think though, over time, and I've seen this, where these guys that are quote-unquote pricks in the firehouse, they turn the corner many times by just watching you, watching your character, watching you do the right thing. It goes a long way, believe it or not. It doesn't matter if you're the senior guy, if you have five years in the job. If you're doing the right thing and you're a normal guy, I think that that can provide or just can produce an energy within the firehouse that goes a long way. It goes on for generations to come many times. That's why you can change firehouses. You know, I get a question a lot about, you know, oh, I'm in a firehouse. Nobody wants to drill. Uh, my, my chief's this, my, my captain's that, my lieutenant is the other thing. Nobody wants to be in, into the job. And pretty much, I always say that, you know, change comes from within and that you can say that, but how do you act on that? And I truly believe you can act on change from within by starting with harnessing and understanding the power of kindness, embracing that, and moving forward 
within the fire service. When those big red doors come down and we shut the public from the outside of what goes on behind those doors, and that's important we do that to a point, but we have to remember we have to keep the doors up. When the public knocks on the door and they want to get their bicycle tire filled or their basketball pumped up, take the time and talk with those kids. Somebody walks by and the kids say, oh, look at the fire truck. Hey, come on in. You want to sit in the front seat? These are the little acts of kindness that truly represent who we are as the fire service. The fire industry likes to put, you know, this whole division between what we're doing and as far as the business side of things, more or less the governmental side of this, to what we're doing in the field, what we're doing in the neighborhoods, and how we're interacting with our public. Bringing the public in to the firehouse, letting them see what we're doing, letting them show some interest. So when I say bringing them to the firehouse, I'm not saying upstairs to the bunk room, the kitchen. No, I'm saying around the rigs. Let them climb on the rig. You see all these old photos from, from the Warriors and into the 80s and the 90s, and you see at a fire, there'd be 30 kids hanging on the rig. That's our community. Those are the people we are serving. That is a little act of kindness. It just comes from being a part of the situation, embracing the people, bringing them into our world. Our world is very unique, and it's okay to let the outside in just a little bit to see that we truly are kind people doing this for the right reason. That's all I got for you today on this. You know, this is just something that I've always thought about and I've always worked with great, great firemen that I looked up to on and off the fire ground. And when I say off the fire ground, just the way they conducted themselves around the public, how they conducted themselves around other people. Um, we can have a type A personality like most of us do at the firehouse, on the fire ground, but it's okay to dial it back and just act kind to the people that look up to us. So that's it. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And again, I'm working through this podcast thing. I promise you, I'll get more fluent at it. I'm going to have some guests moving forward. That's the main thing. Once I figured out some of the software, I really want to bring some really great friends and mentors on to talk some tactics, push the limits, kind of debate some issues. And that's coming down the road. Don't think that it's not. Uh, you know, again, I'm just working around some of the issues. But in the end, if you're kind of others, it represents who you are on and off the fire floor. It represents the name on your back, the department, and your last name. All right. So some upcoming events. I am going to be at the training days in North Carolina. That's the first Monday of March, doing lithium-ion battery fires, understanding a modern fire in a tactical sense. I'm incredibly honored to be doing that conference. Uh, the list of people go on and on, guys that I've looked up to. It's, it's amazing to me that I'll actually be sharing the stage with them. So if you're in the North Carolina area, um, training days, it's the old Annie Fredericks training days. They changed the name. Um, so if any confusion with that, it is the same conference. Uh, the week after that, I'll be in Alabama and Fairhope, another great conference. This is hands-on. It's the Alabama hands-on training, Southern Firefighters Conference. Uh, the list of people go on and on there. Bob Presler, Anthony Rouette, Todd Edwards, Brandon Lewis, um, Brandon Strickland. It just It goes on and on. Great guys, a lot of fun. And then the week after that, I'll be in Boulder, Colorado. So if you're in any of those three states and you want to get together, check that out. Grab a beer. Hit me up. If not, then I'll talk to you next time. Again, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Mickey Farrell. A view from the top floor. I'll check you out next time. Bye.